0: Hi, I'm Linda.
1: And I'm Craig. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. It's episode 217, and this week we're talking about holiday travel information.
0: That's right. This week it's actually an update of episode 128, which is 89 episodes ago.
1: Did I we're do ho- the maths right? Is it 91?
0: No, I did the maths right. Very nice. Yeah, we were hoping to get exactly 100 <laughs> or exactly 90, but it wasn't going to work. So, 89 episodes ago. And um, then, about two years ago, we talked about travel over the winter holiday season.
1: Yeah, and uh, we thought we'd better do it again.
0: Yeah, we're updating it. It's new and improved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, this week we have uh, remained here in Salta, Argentina. We've been planning what we're going to be doing over the, uh, the coming months and into next year. So it looks like we want to go out to the Wichi uh, the village at Hickman once more. Last week we spoke with uh, Lee about Cloudhead and the work they're doing there. So uh, we're going to stay here until we can visit again. And then we're going to head back down south to Buenos Aires and jump on a flight back to New Zealand. That's
0: right. So we're quite excited because we're going to be back in New Zealand for for Christmas and New Year's. We get to spend it with our
1: family, which will be very nice. Yeah, it's been a few years since we've done that.
0: Well, last year we did spend it with my family, but in Australia. In
1: Australia, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then the year before we were home as well. The year before that we weren't, the year before that we weren't, the year before that we weren't either.
1: Ah, oh, well, we've got to get them in somewhere <laughs> And then uh, next year it's looking like Europe uh, For March we've got flights It's not
0: just looking like
1: it, it is going <laughs> to be We've got the flights <laughs> Yeah, up to, um, up to London via Kuala Lumpur For like for 700 US dollars each, I think it was
0: No, it was even less than that Was, it was it? Yeah, it was 500 New Zealand dollars each Wow It was 400 US dollars each we we found these flights from goes from Christchurch to Kuala Lumpur and then from Kuala Lumpur to to London London Gatwick even it's going up in the world we <laughs> to it's like a big big step up and there with AirAsia and I, I was just doing one of these searches to see about options because you know we were looking at money and what we could do our plan originally was to stay in um, in South America a bit longer and then fly across to to Spain from Columbia, but those flights were really ludicrously expensive. Yeah,
1: I think what went wrong is when we made our plans we looked at them and they looked like they were eight hundred dollars each, but they were eight hundred dollars plus taxes each. So they actually worked out to about one and a half grand per um, person.
0: Yeah yeah it was quite quite a lot. Yeah. I think it might have been around a thousand
1: dollars each. No it's more than that.
0: Well anyway it was, it was more than we could crazy. afford. And uh, so we decided well we've got these return flights to New Zealand we can use them. So we decided to use them we got these super cheap flights and, um, yeah, so if you are looking for a flight from, you know, Europe to New Zealand, AirAsia X is your friend.
1: Yeah, yeah, just make sure you uh, give yourself a week in Kuala Lumpur in case there's problems with your flights.
0: Well, we always do that anyway. I mean, I don't like doing these long, long-haul flights. Yeah. I always try to do, you know, maybe 12 hours and then have a break, in <laughs> <And> then <laughs> yeah. another 12 hours. So we've, we've scheduled it like that anyway, but because it's a budget carrier, you do need to, you actually need to do it like that because they're point-to-point tickets, not... Uh, not one big ticket going from, from New Zealand to, mm. to London although they did have that option on the on the website when I searched for New Zealand to London but said that all been sold out which was really strange
1: interesting, interesting. So I, they must be changing their strategy
0: yeah, I mean it makes sense because they want to sell to people who want mm. to do that whole route but um, I'm not sure, maybe it was slightly more expensive or maybe people just bought that and that was it but yeah it was definitely a lot yeah, cheaper, yeah. Well, a lot that, easier to buy two sections for them. Yeah, make
1: sense for them. Ah, well, with holiday season approaching, we thought we'd take this show to talk about how we can stay sane while travelling over the Christmas period, because it does get crazy. I mean, the US has Thanksgiving at the near the end of November, and then we move into kind of the, the Christmas, New Year's period.
0: That's right. Everyone's got time off. Everyone's travelling to see family, travelling to see friends. I mean, we're going to be travelling. We're travelling by car when we go back to New Zealand going to Fokitane for New Year's. It's all planned. We did not <laughs> do any of it. Thanks, friends. But uh, So we're not, we're not travelling by plane, which will be such a relief. But we will mm. be on the roads, and uh, I think we're going to need some of our own advice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think so. I think so. I, I always think that family can be stressful enough, especially when you get these big family get-togethers. But you add on to that... You know, the airport security and delayed flights and... Missing baggage. And missing baggage and, yeah, winter weather if you're in the Northern Hemisphere.
0: Oh. This is a rather stressful
1: time, <laughs> isn't it? Sure it's supposed is. to be the time sure of cheer is. and joy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Well.
0: well, don't forget that you can help the Indie Travel Podcast stay travelling by booking through us. So visit indietravelpodcast.com slash flights, slash hostels and slash insurance when you're booking your travel online. There's also a growing list of day tours at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash tours and travel deals at tra- slash deals.
1: If you're shopping online, especially for Christmas presents at this time of year, visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Amazon or uh, get yourself a free audiobook for these long holiday flights and drives with a two week trial of Audible through IndieTravelPodcast.com slash audiobook.
0: Our own books are at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash books. And you can also get a copy of How to Live Like Us, which is us talking about our travels and how you can do it too. That's IndieTrivalPodcast.com slash books as well.
1: Well, let's jump straight into the first of our tips for traveling during the holiday season. It is don't.
0: Yeah, don't go. It's it's such a nice, positive way of thinking about things. (laughs) But actually, if you want to avoid travel stress over the holiday period, the best way to do it is to avoid traveling.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the busiest time of year to travel. It's the most expensive time to jump on a plane because it's busy. There are people flying all over the place, finishing work contracts and going home or going to visit family in other parts of the world. So there's likely to be more congestion, um, a slower turnaround time. Any delay on the tarmac, thinking especially about planes now, is going to cause this massive pile-up effect. Um, so, there's just less slack for the airlines as well.
0: Yeah, so if something goes wrong, it just has this huge carry on effect. Yeah. And you see those pictures of people hanging out in airports over the holiday time. It just seems so much worse. But well, it's, 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 it's kind of a cause and effect thing, right? I mean, it's the holiday time, so it's worse. It's worse. Because it's the holiday time. You yeah, It's a
1: circle. It's kind of good for the news media because it's traditionally a very slow time in terms of news, but they can always reliably send a reporter out to the airport to, you know, take photos of people sleeping on the ground at Christmas.
0: Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> it's true. So it's good for them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Margaret on Facebook agreed. She wrote, um, I've traveled at holidays several times. The combination of crowds, high prices, bad weather, and the general populace in a mindset of, get there before Christmas morning come hell or blizzard. It's just not fun.
0: I totally agree.
1: Yeah.
0: And the other thing is, is that many of the people who are flying for the holidays don't travel often. So they're not really aware or experienced of airport etiquette, security rules or whatever. And they tend to be traveling in these huge family groups. So you've got kids who've maybe never traveled before. Yeah. You've got these huge groups of people kind of moving through the airport like sheep and not really paying any attention and not taking their liquids out of their bag and not taking their scissors out of their bag. And so you just get all these extra kind of slow points.
1: Yeah, sure. I I know business travelers really hate traveling at Christmas because of this. Yeah, because they're they're so experienced. They know what to do.
0: And they've got a whole bunch of people who don't know anything just up in front.
1: And these kind of, um, you can buy these priority cards if you travel a lot. There's no point buying it otherwise, but... They allow you to get through American airports quicker because they mm. quite often have dedicated lines for these frequent flyers, and uh, I think at Christmas time this would be when it would be worth having for one sure, of those. For sure,
0: although I think quite often these inexperienced travellers go, "Oh, look, that line's shorter." I'll just
1: on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well. um... A while ago, gosh, two years ago now, still in iTunes though, uh, we did a podcast on speeding through airport security, so you can go and have a listen to that and... Uh Make sure you're not one of the people at the front of the line slowing everyone down. Yeah, I mean,
0: if you are in an experienced travel, that's okay. Just a little bit of research can bring you up to expert status before you even go to the airport.
1: Yeah, it's not like it's a, a difficult process. But no, I mean, it's, it can it's, be just clustering. Mind-
0: it's just mindfulness. People aren't aware because they're thinking about other things. Like if you're a mum and you've got four kids and you've got to think about them, then you're not going to be paying attention to things like liquids.
1: Yeah, if sure. If you haven't
0: decided to think about it. But if you do decide to think about it, it's not going to be that difficult.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, I was thinking about uh, thinking about liquids. Uh, remember, a friend of ours a while ago was trying to travel with a snow globe in her carry-on oh, baggage. Yeah. So when you're uh, thinking about your gifts that you're taking with you, um, also think about where you're going to pack them. In fact, yeah. I, we'll talk about gifts at the end of the show, huh?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same thing happened with Ange, our friend Ange. She was traveling to Singapore to visit a friend of ours, and she decided to take... Typical New Zealand dip, which is made of reduced cream, uh, a bit of lemon juice and onion dip. So she had the, the onion dip powder and the reduced cream. And she just didn't think about it, put it in her carry-on bag. And she got through to the security line and the, um, the security officer took out the cream. And was like, oh, no, you're going to make dip, were you? <laughs> and was like, yeah. She goes, well, you can't take it because it's a liquid. And Andrew's like, oh, no. <laughs> and the security guy was so nice about it. She's like, I'm so sorry about that.
1: <laughs> crazy, crazy. Well, uh, moving on to point two, um, if you have to go traveling over this holiday period, book now. The pl- flights are not going to be getting cheaper from this point. I, given I, that it's I the beginning think... of
0: November, you probably should have already booked some time in yeah, advance. Yeah, but I remember if... last year, we were in Australia and we wanted to get back to New Zealand for Christmas because we were going to be spending time with my sister. And we're looking at flights, I think it was between, oh yeah, we decided to spend Christmas with my sister and we want to get home for New Year's. It was not possible. The, the cost of flights between Christmas and New Year's were like $1,200 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we managed to find flights, I think it was for about the 11th of January, was the, the only time it actually started to get cheap again. And that was, uh, yeah, like $400. Hmm. So it was a hugely different price. But we just couldn't afford to leave any earlier.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Going, oh, well, I guess we'll stay here for a little bit longer. <laughs> It was mad. It worked out okay. Yeah. We
0: had a really good time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we sure did. We sure did. Um, and you can book at com slash flights, or at least use that to uh, to research where you're going. Um, there was a discussion recently on the, the Travel Bloggers group on Facebook about what Airline search tools people use, and most people use um, some kind of aggregator. And the two that came up time and time again was uh, the one that we're using on indytravelpodcast dot slash flights, which is hop, and then uh, Viama, which uh, is the one we used previously a couple of years ago. <laughs> so they were the two that kept two names that kept popping up uh, from several people. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people book directly with the the airline or call a travel agent and see if they can negotiate something cheaper than the web deal. Because uh-huh. uh, travel agents, um, well, they can cut into their profit margins in order to make the sale. So yeah. you can sometimes squeeze it down a bit further. Yeah, but, we've quite um, often yeah. found
0: cheaper flights through travel agents, like our flights to here with through a travel mm. agent. After lots of research online, we found this cheap flight to come here. So when we booked our flights, we actually weren't planning on going home, but uh, we just booked the latest date we possibly could, which was the end of November, mm. because the, the ticket. Expiration time is, I think, the thirtieth of November, and that's probably exactly for this reason. It's a, a blackout period over over Christmas. Over and years. Christmas, yeah.
1: yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Um, if you have been accruing frequent flyer miles all year and you're looking at cashing them in, there's normally a, a blackout over cashing them in over the holiday period. So uh, once again, the airports know this is when people are. And sorry, the airlines know this is when people are flying. And they uh, don't want to give you free flights.
0: No. But thinking of miles, um, on the site there's a review of Chris Guillebeau's Frequent Flyer Master. So if you're interested in using your frequent flyer points to the best of your ability, go by the site and uh, have a look for that.
1: Yeah, that's it, uh, slash miles. Uh, one other recommendation on booking flights is to book early in the morning. Uh, There's a couple of reasons for this. Uh, Most leisure travellers, especially over their holiday period, don't want to fly at 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock in the morning. I certainly don't want to fly at 5 or or 6 o'clock in the morning. That makes perfect sense. But it does mean there'll be more availability and potentially cheaper flights at this time. Uh, It also means that you're less likely to have delays. We Mm -hmm. talked about this kind of knock-on effect earlier where one delay leads to another delay for everyone. And so the earlier you fly, the less likely you're going to be impacted by other airlines' mistakes or problems with round handling. you're at the
0: start of the domino queue.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And you can be responsible for making (laughs) everyone else late.
0: Yay! Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so
1: the the airport will be less congested, um, and there's more chance of your flight leaving on time, so course, good reason to fly early.
0: Of course, you still have to look at how to get to the airport. It's not too big of a deal if you're yeah. going to be travelling by taxi, uh, because it's not going to be too much more expensive whatever time of the day you go, although it might end up being cheaper because the roads will be less busy, although they yeah, usually charge at and Yeah,
1: if you yeah. It, it all, it all but if you're
0: trying to go by public transport... Around.
1: Then it makes it a bit more difficult could be difficult yeah it depends on where you're flying from well um next up then is to think contrarian uh think against the flow and uh this might be to go earlier or to go later and and just kind of shift your holidays a little bit
0: yeah that's right so according to the stats if you're traveling for thanksgiving uh, the best time to fly is five days before the holiday and the best time to return is five days after so it's quite a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. You might not be
0: able to get that much time off work, but if you can...
1: You might not be able to handle 10 days with your family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. But the worst days are the two days before. That's, this year it's uh, November the 22nd and 23rd. and then. That's for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And the worst for returning are the Saturday and Sunday after, which will be the 26th and 27th this year.
1: Mm. So for Christmas, the worst days are from well, December 20, December 23, and then from january 3 for a couple of days either side there for the uh, for the new year's holiday so you basically want to avoid flying between the 20th of december and the 5th of january
0: we totally found that i mean we found when we were booking these flights last year that it just wasn't possible because i mean we were looking what three or four weeks out maybe a month out even yeah. more and they just it wasn't possible it wasn't in our price range
1: yeah i think yeah i think it was about the the 10th or 12th we had to, to make it work to it go from evident, Melbourne yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one so, other thing
0: yeah. you can do is actually fly on the holiday itself, mm. I mean people don't want to travel on the holiday itself the idea of travelling for the holiday is to be somewhere on the holiday but um, Gamer Traveller on Twitter said he flew, was it
1: last year? Uh, no, it would have been uh, two years, three years ago now so
0: he flew on Thanksgiving one
1: year, on the day itself and he had just very little house- hassle
0: at all so, um, it's a, a yeah. good tip, although it wouldn't work for us last year. We did think about tra- traveling on Christmas and it was still well blacked no. out. I, Same with New Year's. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think, think some
0: people in New Zealand and Australia have cottoned on to this idea.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe. I guess it depends on the length of flight as well. Like if it's a one and a half hour kind of commuter hop, yeah. then it makes more sense to fly on the day because yeah, you can wake up early, get out to the airport and you're there in time for brunch. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to be mentioned on an upcoming podcast, then you can find us on Twitter, at Indie Travel, or uh, at Craig underscore Martin, or at Linda J. Martin, and of course on Facebook, at facebook.com slash Indie Travel.
0: Okay, so other things that you can do to make your holiday travel slightly less terrible. One thing you can do is pack light. Now, I know we talk about this all the time, it's kind of a... Uh, a recurring theme.
1: It's what we do.
0: <laughs> but it's really, really important. I mean, packing light is one of the best ways you can help yourself, especially during a high pressure time when there's uh, more likelihood that your chicken bags might end up somewhere where you are not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you really don't want that to happen because you know I don't know about you, but I quite like changing my underwear. And, nah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to change underwear. I'd have an office job.
0: Well, anyway, so, I mean, if you only have a carry-on size bag, that means you've got all your underwear with you all the time.
1: Great. Great. Um, yeah, that could make that pair of socks that you got from your uncle last Christmas <laughs> even more useful.
0: Or maybe your uncle will give you some new socks, and then, you know...
1: Yeah, you probably shouldn't pack with that expectation, <laughs> otherwise you might end up smelling through the holidays. Yeah. Um, Well, packing light, yeah, getting down to one carry-on bag is the key. You don't want to be checking anything in. You'll avoid queues, especially if you can do a web check-in, and uh, as Linda said, your stuff won't go missing. Um, Because there's such a high throughput of of bags, there's a higher chance that something will go wrong. Yeah, but just to reiterate, we talked before about snow globes and reduced cream and all these last-minute gifts that you think will be a great idea that you chuck in your bag. You can't take them. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, make sure you check when you're packing. Do not put any liquids over 100ml in your bag. And also, do not put any sharp things in your bag. And also, do not put any chemicals like, you know... I don't know, paint thinner or something like. thing,
1: Yeah. we <laughs> just washed Linda's trousers and paint thinner after uh, painting the pool here and... sale. Yeah, I, I think she's going to set off bomb detection stuff in a month when wow. we pass through Buenos Aires. Don't got, wash your trousers and paint thinner.
0: I didn't mean to. There's has <laughs> got a little bit of paint on them. So, you know, I tried to soak the painty bit in the paint thinner. But what happened was the paint thinner kind of got all over my trousers. And then so I thought, okay, well I'll soak them. So I soaked them in water like five or six times just and scrub them out and wash them. And then I soaked them in a little bit of like nappy sand or something, like a, a bleachy soaking chemical that you use when you've got stains. But I think I put a bit too much in, and now my trousers are very, very, very pale, except for the blue bit oh, yes. where the paint was.
1: They're the wrong trousers for this <laughs> Well, um, moving on from Linda's trousers to uh, the big issue for packing light over the holidays is what are you going to do with your gifts? Yeah, um, even if
0: you've decided not to take snow globes, which is a very good <laughs> choice, you're still going to have to take something, right? I mean,
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then how do you fit all of that into a carry-on bag and worry about the electronics, maybe customs and duty issues? Well, the easiest thing to do is to order online and have your gifts shipped to the destination ahead of time so you want to be thinking about that right now in order to make sure that gifts have arrived Um, amazon.com will do gift wrapping for you so you can literally order something online have it gift wrapped and then get it sent to your destination maybe not the most personal way of doing it but if you're flying in somewhere, then you get to skip a little bit of personalization, I think.
0: Yeah, and also it depends on who you're going to visit. Like, if you're going to go visit your mum, you get a big box sent from Amazon. You don't need to get gift wrapped if you don't want to. You can wrap it yourself once you arrive. Mm. I'm sure you'll find half an hour with some scissors and a bit of tape to, to make it look pretty. And also to check that everything's there. And you know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that could so, be a yeah, good option
1: too. Definitely consider doing that. And if you are, then consider going through indytravelpodcastcom slash Amazon. We pick up a, a small commission and it costs you nothing more.
0: Yeah, I would really appreciate it.
1: Another thing to do could be to get electronic gifts. So if uh, people have, say, a Kindle or an iPod, you can get them a, a gift card for those so they can buy new books, new apps, new music, new videos. And uh, that obviously saves weight. Uh, What we did a year or so ago was to get some Kiva cards for various Mm. people that aren't really the most materialistic. They don't want to buy stuff or collect stuff. And so we we got them kind of started on Kiva.org, which is a micro-lending organization. So we bought some $25 gift vouchers and and gave those to people so they could choose someone to make their first loan to.
0: Yeah. Um, and I mean organizations like World Vision and Tier Fund have similar things where you can where you can spend twenty five dollars and get a gift card that says, You bought a goat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember we got we got given a goat one year and I wanted the goat.
0: Yeah, well if you really want if you really want it you could do something fun like buy the gift card and then also buy a little soft, soft toy goat. Yeah, yeah, you know, and
1: that could be quite cute. <laughs> that's quite quite a cool idea. Yeah, all good. Um, the indie travel podcast Kiva teams up over six thousand five hundred US dollars now really, that that's we've awesome. lent. Yeah, we started it, I think, at the beginning of this year or maybe the very end of last year. And uh, yeah, we're approaching that ten thousand dollar figure a That's whole lot sooner awesome. than I thought. So, thanks to everyone who's uh, who's donated through the Kiva team. That's at um, kiva.org/team/indie_travel.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: you'll find links to it on the Indie Travel podcast community and on Facebook. But yeah, we're really really happy to have. Um, I don't know a couple of dozen people in the community making loans and uh, and building that up
0: it's such a good idea I mean it's a, it's a good way to help people in developing countries I mean it's not the, the be all end all solution but it is one way that people can borrow money to start businesses and kind of finance themselves and then they repay it so it's not just charity and the best thing is when they repay it you get the money back into your account and you can lend it again so it's like this circular thing mm. so yeah I really I think it's a really good idea
1: yeah yeah it works out Well, um, back to holiday plans, Um, make sure you have some insurance of course, Um, definitely take a look into that. Um, For people that are travelling inside their own country, your home and contents insurance might actually cover you and your health insurance might actually cover you for any issues, but I know in the states especially that some insurance cover only covers travel within your state you oh, really? So if you're, yeah, if you're crossing a border or you're going more than so many kilometers away from your home, several hundred, but I can't remember exactly, mm-hmm. um, you may not be covered. So
0: definitely double, look into double
1: it. check that if you're, uh, definitely if you're traveling overseas, but also if you're, uh, if you're jumping on a flight, you're worried about that getting canceled. Or, um, yeah, if you're traveling interstate or far from home, check mm-hmm. that your normal policies cover it. And if not, then um, go have a look.
0: And if you are going to buy separate insurance, make sure you come to indie travel slash insurance because we like it if we do that.
1: <laughs> well, thinking about um, travelling, most of what we've talked about so far has been in the air, thinking about airports and stuff, stuff like that.
0: It does but kind of get a little bit more pressed than other types of travel.
1: I think so. Um, but yeah, travelling on the ground, if you're going by train, you. If you're using something like the the channel between England and France where there are security procedures and bag scans and things like that, you might want to give yourself a little bit of extra time Mm -hmm. at the train station. And otherwise you can expect things to be pretty cramped a lot of the time. That's right.
0: It really depends on what sort of transport you're going by. I mean, if you're going by someone some sort of transport where you book your seat and you've got your seat, you'll probably be fine. It will be full, but you'll probably be fine. Whereas if it's one of those ones where you just kind of Buy a ticket and hope. <laughs> then things will probably be a bit, bit more busy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, you're you then looking at do I get a taxi, which in most of the world is going to be much more expensive, or do I use public transport where it's going to be going to be cramped. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Up to you. Really depends. So yeah, remember to to be calm, especially if you're uh, if you're driving, mm-hmm. um, and if you're in the northern hemisphere, keep a very close eye on the uh, the weather reports that are Definitely. coming in, and, and watch out for snow and sleet and fog and and other weird things.
0: I I really recommend packing a good amount of food because you never know if. Um, if traffic is going to get really, really terrible. Yeah. So make sure you've got healthy food, you've got some fruit, you've got some water, as well as the typical kind of chips and sweets that you need to have on a long on a long road journey.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I was talking with someone about travelling with kids the other day, and they were saying one of the worst things you can do is load your kids up with sugar and oh, then sure. tell them to sit down and be quiet in the back of the car. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and that, yeah, that certainly makes sense. So if you can avoid that, that's a good idea. Yeah,
0: and also, I mean, the same is with travelling by by plane if you're planning a long road journey it's a good idea to leave earlier so you avoid the crowds leaving the city or arriving in the city but you'll probably find there's still quite a lot I mean we found driving around the city on Christmas day in New Zealand there's just not very many people around so I mean if you can plan your trip on the day rather than going the day before or two days before that's probably a wise idea
1: yeah um, and you just need to watch out for more drunk drivers than normal on the roads it's true by the time the afternoon rolls around Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we'd better wrap up because uh, we've been blabbing on for quite a while. Sure.
0: Well, I suppose um, an overall kind of point the best thing you can do is remember to plan. So do your planning as much in advance as possible, make a plan and then stick to it. Try to buy your tickets in advance, plan to leave early, think about things, be mindful, and then once you're actually in the flow of it, once you're actually in the taxi on the way to the airport or once you're actually at the airport facing the crowds, just go with the flow. Calm down. It's all going to be fine. <laughs> Take a deep breath.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's no point traveling to be with cool people, people you love, and then being so stressed and frazzled out from the journey. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so yeah, just, just chill. Yeah. Let things happen. You can
0: only do so much. I mean, you can't, yeah. you can't change the fact that there are a lot of people traveling. You can't change the fact that there are traffic jams.
1: That's right. Well, jumping straight into community wisdom, remember you can get a, a free account at IndieTravelPodcast.com. Uh, Sci-Fi Backpacker is traveling through central... I, yeah, he's still in Central America, um, and he's been uploading breakfast photos and making us very hungry. <laughs> uh, if you want to upload some photos of breakfasts around the world, we, uh, we have a hashtag now. You can use the breakfast RTW hashtag awesome. in the comments of your, uh, of your photo. So come and upload your, uh, your breakfasts. Um.
0: There are also two updates on two different threads about teaching English overseas.
1: Uh, You can now book Urban Adventures Day Tours straight from the sidebar at IndieTravelPodcast.com, pretty much any page. These are the guys that we traveled around Buenos Aires with and also the the two trips at the Iguazu Falls a few months ago. And yeah, so go check that out if you're traveling looking for a a day tour.
0: Yeah, or as a gift.
1: Ooh, good idea. That would be a cool Christmas gift. It would be a cool Christmas gift and
0: you don't have to wrap it (laughs) and you don't have to carry it and you don't have to post it. So, I mean, that just saves money right there.
1: Um, Stan was asking about where he could go parrot spotting in Thailand. Um, (laughs) He saw our recent video on Koh Rock, and uh, he's looking to improve his his wildlife photography and wants to go photograph parrots. Fair enough. So if you know where to go in Thailand, then uh, let us know.
0: Yeah, that's something I definitely do not know anything about. So if you do... (laughs) Don't forget that you can help the Indie Travel Podcast stay travelling by booking through us. So visit indytravelpodcastcom slash flights, slash hostels, slash tours, slash insurance, and slash deals. All sorts of things for you to look at.
1: Um, And for some non-monetary ways of helping us out, please tell your friends about the Indie Travel Podcast. Invite them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Indie Travel. And you might also want to check out facebook.com slash Travel Safety, which is a new free service that we're putting together in, I guess, collaboration with Fear Free and the new Travel Safety book that's launching very um, that's being updated several times a day and will be invaluable, I think, over the Christmas and holiday period with notes of airport closures and, and snowstorms and such like. Yeah, um, yeah facebook.com slash travel safety.
0: Well, that's all for this week. Until next week, travel well.